it's a very serious issue. And so, as you can imagine, uh, these schools are having to close. Like I said, it's not just happening here in Texas. It's happening all over the country. Uh, you know, we, we Oklahoma, our neighbors uh, to the north, North Carolina, Idaho, amid the flu outbreak, Virginia schools closing due to the flu. But it's happening all over. And uh, so we want you to be aware of what's happening and what is being done. Debbie Sardone is a cleaning industry expert with the Worldwide Cleaning Industry Association, ISSA. And she talks to us about this nasty, horrible flu crisis this year of 2018. Hi, Debbie. How are you? Well, I'm finally well. I'm one of those people that fell victim to the flu. And I'm Mm. so glad you're talking about this today because it really is a serious issue. There are so many people that are sick with the flu. And a lot of children have been very, very ill. And uh, even in some states, uh, I believe Ohio has lost five children Mm -hmm. to the flu season. So we have to take this seriously when we send those wonderful little chubby cheeks out the door to school. We have to understand that there is... Uh, germs and bacteria lurking everywhere, and there's really some things that those schools can do to be proactive so they don't have to close the school for a major disinfection outbreak. Does does this seem like, though, to you and all the the time you've been doing this, that this year just seems way, way out of whack and out of proportion? I mean, are we talking about uh, record-breaking territory here? I would say in such a short period of time, it does seem more extreme than years past or recent years past. Sometimes we have these same results that take a longer period of time for them to emerge. So people still have some flu season time left to be proactive, to get a little bit ahead of the flu season in your schools and offices, work environments. Well, if you could, Debbie, since you are a cleaning industry expert uh, with the ISSA or with ISSA, Give us some background. What what goes into um, uh, the, the cleaning of these schools when uh, when the notice goes out? Hey, look, we we're going to have to shut things down here for a day, maybe two or three days. What what goes into all that? Well, you know, when a school has had a flu outbreak and it gets that serious and they have to close the school, now we're not necessarily talking about the staff that's on staff doing the normal cleaning. They're bringing in an mm-hmm. outside company, usually ones that have certifications that are you know, members of ISSA, and they're doing a major disinfection. But to be honest with you, schools can do some things right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Parents can do some things with their children uh, to prevent things from getting that bad. It doesn't have have to be that bad. It's just so many times things are preventable because there's the little things that nobody's cleaning that need to be cleaned on a regular basis. You know, I think about death. Mm-hmm. People wipe them off because there's crayons on it or a spill, mm-hmm. but they just need to be wiped down during flu season with a disinfecting cloth. Mm-hmm. You think about keyboards. These kids rotate in and out of class. They cough, they sneeze in their hand, they type on the keyboard, they go to the next class, and a healthy child sits down. It would be so simple for the teacher to take disinfecting wipes and wipe down the keyboards or have them at the desk and tell the children to wipe down the keyboard after they're finished. Little things will prevent a school from being closed down, which is a bit after the fact, because you only close a school down when there's been a severe epidemic. Right, right. You know, and this is a problem, too, when I I think about it, um, amongst uh, businesses, too. I I mean, just these simple little, little procedures. And, and they go a big or a long way. Uh, I mean, if you'll do these things, you can greatly reduce the, the issues or problems that, uh, that you might face. Yeah, people come- 
want to dismiss the concept that little steps make a difference, mm -hmm. but that's the opposite. Little things that you do every single day actually have a bigger impact on the cleanliness of the school or the office than this massive big spring cleaning that you have to bring people in with hazmat. Yeah. Yeah. You think about the the paper towel holders in the rest in the restroom. Mm -hmm. Nobody's wiping down the, the little handle. You know, they might be wiping the dust off the top, but they're not wiping down the handle where their grimy, germy hands are touching. You think about water fountains. Oh, Some yeah. water fountains have been tested to have more bacteria on the water fountain than a toilet. Yeah. Yeah, the door handles I think about all the time. Good grief. How many people touch the different door handles around uh, around the building or uh, or as we talk about in schools and and uh just um it, it gets people don't even think about it no exactly exactly think about think about cafeteria trays mm. just washing them out the simple steps of making sure it's hot soapy water makes all the difference in the world in killing bacteria or just you know a little bit of moderately cold to warm water and and moving the bacteria around on the tray um, lunch boxes. Mom at home mm. might need to disinfect the lunch boxes. Kids play with each other's lunch boxes while they've got the cold and the flu and spread the germs around. Just being a little extra diligent with things like lunch boxes and cafeteria trays and playground equipment. Those things can all be wiped down during this epidemic. We're not saying be OCD all year long, but when flu season is high, we need to be a little extra diligent. Debbie Sardone, our guest here on the community for the next few moments. We're talking about the flu outbreak and how it's affecting our schools. And really, uh, I'd like to know, uh, uh, going forward, for example, uh, lessons to be learned from this crazy, I say year, but really we're talking the latter half of 2017 uh, and into this this early uh, first quarter of 2018. Uh, as we look forward to even, uh, well, I, I think we're in the, what, the peak part of this right now with the flu outbreak, right? Yes, hopefully we're going to yeah. come down off of this. Sure. Obviously, some areas are better than others, but hopefully we'll be coming off of it. And I think the lessons to be learned is to be proactive next time, mm -hmm. uh, the next cold season. Be proactive. If we're doing these uh, steps now and we make them a habit with our staff, then it won't get out of control to where it has to be shut down and we have children in the hospital and, you know, people with immune uh, deficiencies don't fare nearly as well as the rest of the population when there's a flu outbreak. And that's when you see these deaths. And yes. much of it is prevented. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because when we were talking about those numbers, there is a common thread that uh, I know the other day I was reading a story and it was uh, an age range of, say, 51 or so to uh to 70 or 80 and then two on top of that if you're younger then it's some sort of other uh, underlying issue that was there before but it just when you're talking about the flu and you're talking about these kinds of things it just hastens uh the, the severe complications but but i think about all the kids that have gone to school during this who've had the flu uh and uh, or who, who go to school who start out and they have the flu and then of course they're sent home but man to begin with just stay home just stay home people don't think about the cost of going to work sick they don't think yeah. about the cost of sending your children to school sick and if you are sick stay home from work miss a day or two because otherwise you're going to spread the germs all over the place and then two or three more people are going to be sick and they're going to miss work we spend about 225 billion dollars a year on sick days in this country with with companies so if you're an employer Tell your employees to go home <laughs> if they come in spreading germs all over the office.
I'm so glad you mentioned that because as adults, we need to, you know, we talk about the importance of parents, and, but, but, but as an adult, you know, and, 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 and your health, your good being, your good safety, stay home. I don't take it and bring it to somebody else. You know what I mean? Right. We think it's a virtue. We yeah. think, oh, I came in today. I, I'm sick as a dog, but I went ahead and come in. came in. We see that as a virtue. And sometimes our employers might think, good for you. You know, that's why we have you here. But it really are causing problems. They're sneezing and coughing. They're touching mm-hmm. the refrigerator handles in the break room. You're pressing those yeah. cappuccino buttons that never get <laughs> disinfected after you sneeze all over your hands. Yeah. These things are presentable. And that's what we do at ISSA.com is we try to teach people how to be mm-hmm. proactive in staying healthy and keeping a clean environment. Well, that's a good point, though. You, you guys are busy through much, uh, through, pretty much throughout the year, not just when it comes to these kinds of outbreaks, but you're busy with other kinds of things as well, trying to keep us uh, really to, to make sure that uh, the work environment or the environment itself is, uh, is safe, right? Exactly. Uh, cleaning is a 24-7 yeah. lifestyle for us, and there's tips and information and really good information about disinfection and flu on our website, and that's what we do all year. We're keeping homes clean in people's communities, um, buildings clean, schools cleaned, hospitals clean, and it's a very important part of our society. This is why we are a healthy nation, and we can just do little things to improve that. Perfect. And that is uh, w- what is your website now? www.issa.com, 